Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. This is episode number 540. It is going to be one of the shortest podcast episodes I've ever recorded because I am giving myself a hard limit of 20 minutes. And not only that, but I have no clue what I'm going to share with you. Although I do have, okay, I do have one idea, something that I want to tell you about that I'm super excited about in my business, taking things to the next level here. I will probably share a bunch of things. This is just a personal update, uh, but not just personal update, but it's a professional update. It's it's what's going on in my business, in my life, and, and it's one of those podcast episodes. Now, for those of you who eagerly are anticipating a brand new episode every single week, you probably know this thing did not hit on Friday. Um, I'm not going to apologize for that. It was intentional because of just priorities and what I have been working on. But what I can tell you is that I didn't want to wait until next week to give you another episode. I wanted to get it recorded right away. And so I just got back from working out with my wife at the gym, and it's Saturday, March 31st at 7.08 p.m., and we're we're planning on going back to the gym after we go pick up Megan from her soon-to-be old job. So what's going on? First of all, I'm super excited to announce that I have hired my first employee. That's right. I am now not the only, I'm no longer the only employee in my business. I have hired a new employee that is working for me technically part-time for a couple more weeks, but then she'll be moving to full-time in my business at least over the summer. And the person that I have hired is my daughter, Megan Ravenscraft. And I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I am. I am about this opportunity uh, for her, for me, for this business, and I believe for all of the lives that are touched by this business and all of the lives that will be touched by each of us individual, individually as human beings. I, I believe that it's going to positively impact every aspect of all of our lives. And this is an incredible breakthrough uh, for me personally. And here's the reason why. There has been, over the years, not... I've had an amazing relationship with my family through this whole process of building this business. And I got to tell you, Megan, who is my oldest daughter, I have three children for those of you who do not know. Megan is 18 years old. Matthew is 16 years old. And my daughter, McKenna, is 12 years old. Now, Megan was my firstborn, right? And she was daddy's little girl all the way from just I would stay up with her in the middle of the night when I needed to do that when she was a little girl. And I, I just was the proudest dad on the planet. And of course, I had the same experience with my son and, and, and with my other daughter as well. However, 
when I left my career in insurance to begin the building of this business full time, I, in 2008, for the first nine months of the first year of building this business, I worked between 12 to 14 hours a day and I worked seven days a week and I did that for nine months without taking a single day off. I do not say that because I'm proud or big or bragging. In fact, it is one regret that I have about 2008 and how I, how I built this. Unfortunately, I did not seek the advice and wisdom of coaches back then. I was following mentors, but they were all virtual at the time. I didn't have it, I didn't have the close personal friendship and relationships with people like Dan Miller, Michael Hyatt, and and all these am- other amazing people. At the time, I was listening consistently on a weekly basis to Dan Miller's podcast, and that was having a radically profound, positive impact in my life. But there. there I was limited to the the little chunks of information that I could glean and motivation and inspiration that I could glean from those weekly podcast episodes. And of course, I was reading a couple of books here and there that were helping me expand my mindset, helping me to clarify things that maybe I should or should not be doing in my business. But I basically learned how to build this business by the school of hard knocks. I uh, through tons tons of trial and lots of error and you know I'm here's the thing I I say that it is a regret it's the one thing that I regret and over the years I've been interviewed by a lot of people in, in for their podcasts and one question that I'm asked quite frequently is hey if you could go back knowing everything that you know now if you could go back to before right when you started your business in that first year, what would you have done differently? And I got to tell you that that is a very difficult question for me to answer authentically uh, because I'm torn about that. I mean, well, here's the thing. It's very, okay, no, that is the wrong way to describe to you what it's easy for me to answer it authentically because that's who I am. I, I always want to just, I don't beat around the bush. You guys know this about me. Oftentimes I say things that maybe later I wish I wouldn't have said, but one thing you can be assured of, assured of is that if I say something, I'm authentic about it. But the, it, so, so it's not that I, it's difficult for me to authentically answer that question. It's difficult for me to answer that question because for me, it, it's a toss-up. There's a part of me that would tell you that while I have regrets that first year uh, of, of the way that I, some of the decisions that I made, working around the clock, uh, knowing what I know now, I do know things that would n- n- mitigate some of the loss in my life. And, and yeah, there, there was some things that I lost in my life. I lost my physical health, but I lost something even more important than my physical health. And I lost and, and, and missed out on, I believe, the most formative years, those transitional years from where my oldest daughter went from daddy's little girl into starting to transition into young womanhood. Okay, um, and and it wasn't just those first nine months. I mean, even after the first nine months, I started taking a day off, and uh, and and even in two thousand nine, it it wasn't I wasn't fully present. 
Um, I, I hesitate to use the word that I neglected that relationship, but the honest truth is, is that, well, I, my focus was building the business and I felt at the time that it had to be that way, that there was no other way because I didn't know what I was doing. And the only thing I was convinced of is this is what I know that I'm called to do. This is what I need. I, I don't know how to do what, I, what I'm called to do. But by golly, failure is not an option. And I will do anything to make this happen. With the exception of ruining my marriage and losing my kids. But outside of that, as long as my family is cared for, and at the time I just I described that as financially taken care of, that you know, that the health insurance is paid, there's there's food on the table, there's there's a roof over our head, that our 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 my my wife and my kids are healthy. Um, and and have a good environment that we're living in, that I'm not actually causing the... But here's the thing that sacrificed. This is the loss. So there were two major losses as a result of how I went about building this business the first year. Number one, my physical health. Many of you who have heard my story over the years, you've probably heard me talk about it many times, but as the result of the the stress and the... Uh, ups and downs emotionally, the physical exhaustion, the lack of any mobility. There was no focus. There wasn't even a thought of fitness and health. Um, Overeating to medicate some of my stress and anxiety, uh, doing absolutely no physical activity at all throughout the week outside of sitting in front of my computer, which I worked from home, so I didn't even leave the house half the time. It was insane, and as a result of that, my body, my physical health, there was massive loss there. In fact, I can tell you tangibly, one thing that is missing from my life as a result of 2008 is my gallbladder. It's gone. <laughs> it has been removed from my body because it almost killed me when I was in the hospital in January 2009. So there was a significant loss back then when it came to my physical health as a result of that first year. There was another loss, and it was the loss of the continuation and the, and the investment in the, in, in the most formative years of my daughter's transitional period into young womanhood. And I can tell you that my wife obviously picked up the, the you know, where I dropped the ball there, my wife and my daughter, you know, bonded like nothing else. My wife, my, basically, my my wife was like a single mom, uh, for all intents perp- and purposes when it came to 2008, and I regret that. But the good news for me was that my son was too young to notice, and and my daughter McKenna, who came along, she she was way too young to notice as well, and. Before I was able to get to a place where I had a little bit of margin and I was increasing that um, exponentially from 2010 and on, I was able to reestablish and reconnect to some boundaries, some margin, and reconnect with my wife and my kids on a more healthy level by 2010. And I was there before my son started to make that transition from my, you know, daddy's little boy, you know, to to becoming to transitioning into young manhood, and 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 thankfully I've been there through that process. And my my daughter McKenna is is now at the age of twelve. She's going to be thirteen uh, in a couple of weeks, 
and I, I am fully invested into my daughter's life, McKenna, through these transitional years as well. And so I'm excited about that, but I missed those very formative years. And there was there was a lot of tension. I used to handle uh, stress and anxiety in a completely different way. If you've been listening to me for many years, you may know that, gosh, there were a couple times a year, sometimes twice a year, that I would experience uh, some significant anxiety, uh, some, and, and I'm, I'll say the word, slight depression, and it, that that seemed to come up consistently right around Thanksgiving to r- Christmas time, and occasionally it would happen uh, in in the transition from somewhere on the opposite side of the year, so around six months in between. So um, there, I can tell you that my daughter and I haven't always quote unquote seen eye to eye if you will and my daughter also has very many of she has she's like identical to me in so many personality traits for example one thing i can tell you about me is i do not like anyone telling me what i can and cannot do and in fact it's one of the things that has led me to great success in my business and in life overall you, very few people could actually tell me what I can and cannot do. And oftentimes, if you're gonna tell me I can't do something, when I tell you I have a dream, when I tell you that I have a goal, if if you were to try to convince me that it is not possible, that there is no way you can do it, you should give up and go back and get your your day job back, blah, blah, blah. You tell me that, and I, I'll tell you what, I will make a point to prove you wrong because that's a part of my personality. Another part of my personality is that, well, I'm, I'm very aggressive in attacking my goals. I'm very aggressive in, in getting my way. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get my way. And, and that is something that has served me extremely well. Now, I gotta tell you that I've learned over the years to, to put a couple filters on this thing, right? But, um, well, you know, you imagine if you had those personality traits just as strong as my own, then you'll know that, guess what? (laughs) As an 18-year-old, without having the appropriate filters for a little bit of balance, you'll know that, um, you know what? You're going to, we're we're going to butt heads. And Megan and I would have some bitter arguments with each other. We would butt heads like crazy. And it wasn't until... It wasn't until I was recently going through something, uh, one of these Tony Robbins programs that I was going through, where I started learning about uh, what's called he calls the formula for happiness. It's where your life conditions equal your your model of the world, or the or your rules for what it takes to have success in life. And there were so many things where I said, well, for me to experience success in my relationship with my daughter. It had to equal this. You know, my daughter is is going to respect me as an authority. She's going to respect the things that I say, that she will be respectful to me in her words and her actions and her deeds. And 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 if she wants something that I don't think is good for her, that she would be able to hear my advice and my wisdom from all of my years of experience and that she would say, you know what, dad probably knows best. Now, was I ever that way? Absolutely not. And I got to tell you, Megan and I have had some, we've had some pretty big disagreements. I mean, we love each other. We know this. But I got to tell you, a couple years ago, 
Megan and I just not seeing each other eye to eye. It just wasn't the greatest relationship. And I've been praying about that relationship forever. We'd have times where we get to, but sometimes it's just like, man, I feel like she only wants to connect with me when she wants something. And I, and all of a sudden I started having these things that I now recognize as, as neuro associations. And I associate that every time I see my daughter, I experience pain. And that pain oftentimes are, is pain that I've brought on myself and it's not something that she's doing to me, but I realize that so many times that what I'm experiencing when she wants something and I'm not in a place to financially give it to her, it's not necessarily that she wants it that's causing the pain, but oftentimes I found that it's the fact that I haven't been able to, I haven't done the things that I know that I would have liked to have done to be in a financial place to be able to just do some of those things or be able to help her financially in a way that that would help her to achieve her goals if I if that came about it it's way too much for me to go into knowing that I have to actually shut this thing down here shortly so here's what I can tell you I I, I was listening to one of these materials I was at the gym listening to some Tony Robbins he gave an experience he gave an example of another man who was um, talking about a, a, a father who was having a, a very troubled relationship with his daughter, and he said something in his advice to the person he was working with, and it just hit me. It's like, wow. And, and from the gym, I'm actually typing this message, and I'm going to read to you a text message that I sent to my daughter on, let's see here, Wednesday, March 21st. Here's what I wrote to her. I said, Megan, When I think about how upset I was with you last night about how you didn't want to move your car for me, I realize what causes me to be so frustrated by you at times is that you are so strong-willed and that you want everything to be done your way. But I realize that this is exactly, in all capital uh, word letters, but I realize that this is exactly my own personality, and I pretty much react to most people's requests of me in the same exact way. Sure, I may have learned to, and I put in quotes, filter some of my emotional responses, and then I put in parentheses, not always, but I realize that we are pretty much the same in this area. The interesting thing is that this personality trait has certainly caused me a good deal of trouble over the over the uh, over the years of my life however more times than not it has served me well to hold such high it, actually let me read this again however more times than not it has served me well to hold such high regard for what i do and do not want to do in my life let me say that again it's important however more times than not it has served me well to hold such a high regard for what I want to do and what I do not want to do in my life. I just, Alexa, stop. Okay, that's my 20-minute mark, so I've got to wrap this thing up. I just wanted to say that I love you and that I'm excited to see the woman you will become and what you will accomplish in life. Alexa, stop. My goodness. Let me say that again. I just wanted to say that I love you and that I'm excited to see the woman you will become and what you will accomplish in life as a result of your own, and I put all caps, strong will. And then I signed it, you freaking rock. Although those of you who only know me very closely know that I don't typically cuss a whole lot, but we do have a family little saying in our uh, our home, and it is you freaking rock, only 
I will be authentic with you and tell you that the word uh, freaking is not the word that I used. Um, but that, it's really the only time that I ever use any language, and it's just an inside family thing, and it's something that we picked up along the way. And But anyway, that was the beginning of a very cool transition, and I will tell you that God has been working with me in, in incredible ways since that text message, and I will tell you that um, my life is completely different today. It's transformed since... March 21st, and today is March 31st. In the past 10 days, I have had the most radical, most transformational change in my relationship with my daughter, and so much so that my daughter has now been hired to work with me in my business, and we are absolutely the most jazzed. This reminds me the, the the relationship that has been fully 100% restored is just like me and Megan being the team that we were when she was two years old and we were building these big Lego mega blocks together. It was just like me and Megan. It just the, I will tell you guys, it, it is so different. And it's not something that's temporary. It's something that is lasting change in our lives. And it was all in the way that I was determining the meaning that I was giving to the way our relationship was going down. And I I changed a little bit on the side of the life conditions, but what I changed most in this in this equation, life conditions. When life conditions equal your model of the world or the rules of what you believe must happen for you to be happy, there's a, there is a little bit of change in life condition, but most of what has changed is not my daughter, and I do not expect radical change, and I have not expected radical change since this, but what I've, what I've exchanged is my model of the world. I have exchanged and changed the rules of what must happen in our relationship for uh, for me to consider our relationship to be massively successful, totally full of love and and just awesomeness. And when that change took place in my mind, it has radically transformed our relationship. Since then, she's already started. She's already had her first day here, although she still has two days left at Old Navy. Um, she she she's finishing out her her notice there so she's got two more days to work at old navy tonight and then tomorrow and then monday she starts she's going to be pretty much 20 plus hours a week and then after she graduates from high school she will be full-time in my business throughout the summer until she goes off to western kentucky university which at that point she will go back down to part-time and she will work virtually for me as doing a lot of the stuff from her dorm room at night so she'll be able to continue to work for me and and so many exciting things are in the future that i see that just are incredibly awesome and i i look forward to telling you more about it i look forward to having megan on some of the episodes of the Cliff Raven Scratch Show. And I'm certain that if you guys join me on some webinars and some live streams in the future, you're going to see a lot of Megan uh, joining me for some of that stuff, taking notes in the chat room, and oh, so many awesome things are happening. That's what I wanted to share. It's all I have time for right now. Guys, taking life to the next level. Real quickly, um, just real fast, there's only two spots left in the Next Level Workshop. 
nextlevelworkshop.live. Uh, by the time you get this message, there may not be any spots left. If the if the registration where it says click here to register for April 6th and 7th, then if it's got the button there, go ahead and register and you better do it quick. Uh, but um, I got to tell you that there's only two spots left. As soon as it does, it'll immediately say sold out. You'll click the button and it will take you over to a place where you can put your name on a waiting list for future sessions. But um, And by the way, Megan will be working uh, during the entire Friday. She's even taking a day off of school in high school, uh, which is an EHO, which is an Enhanced Learning Opportunity or something like that anyway. Uh, but she's going to be here Friday and Saturday working uh, as, 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 as an employee in this business, doing some incredible stuff. I can't wait. Anyway, but if you want to join us for the Next Level Workshop, if you're thinking about building your business, you don't have a minimum of $10,000 a month, you must come to the Next Level Workshop. The people that, by the way, half of the people that are coming here, I already know them face-to-face. My friend Dan from New Zealand is coming, all the way from the South Island of New Zealand. He's coming for this weekend workshop. Uh, My friends Greg and Jennifer Willits, they've been podcasting longer than I have. They're coming to the Next Level Workshop. A couple other members from the Next Level Mastermind are coming to the Next Level Workshop. This is going to be so far, this will be the most incredible Next Level Workshop experience yet. And if you can possibly get in on these final two spots, then then get in. And by the way, next week, uh, you will be hearing about Free the Dream because we're, we're getting ready to launch Free the Dream. Um, what I can tell you is that the tickets will go on sale. There will be a special on those tickets that you will not want to miss. So you, I got to say this. Be on Friday of next week, uh, whatever that is. Friday, it's probably the Friday the seventh, maybe or sixth, fifth. I don't know. Anyway, next Friday, do this. Make sure that you are ready to listen to the podcast episode. If you're or if you're not on the mailing list, go over to go over to thecliffravenscraftshow.com and in the sidebar, just go ahead and put your name into the uh the email box even if you're not interested in my podcasting tips you can there's a place where you can unsubscribe from those podcasting updates that come out on a weekly basis but i will tell you you do not want to miss the announcement that's coming next friday about the ticket prices for the free the dream conference and uh yeah that's it that i i could tell you about the next level mastermind but really those are the two biggest things you need to know um the uh the workshops coming up this coming friday and saturday um april 6th and 7th and make sure that you do not miss next week's announcement because those tickets, the the special pricing that I'm going to give on the Free to Dream will only be available for a very limited period of time. And, and the pricing is going to go up significantly after that. But still, this conference is going to be well worth the full ticket price. So, But you, you don't want to miss the opportunity. There's going to be a, a, a life lesson that I'm going to teach you in the sales process of this particular session. I'll talk about it next week. I'm already way over. We got to go to go pick Megan up from her second to last night at work. And then we're going back to the gym. I love it. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level.